Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's time for Detroit Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Detroit Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today, we have with us Tina Williams with QT Business Solutions. Welcome, Tina. Hi, thank you for having me, Lee. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about QT Business Solutions. How are you serving folks? So we help uh, businesses write their business plans and or their grant proposals. So we help for-profits and non-profit business owners looking for funding with their writing uh, needs, and we actually get them their business funding. So how'd you get into this line of work? What, what kind of drew you to the entrepreneur? Well, I, I'm an ex-banker. I used to work at Chase and Fifth Third. And a lot of times I saw that we had really great business owners. Um, and sometimes they would come to the bank not prepared to apply for a business loan. And what people don't understand is bankers can't really help you get the loan because then we would be liable. So you have to kind of come to the bank already prepared with what you're, why you need the money, how you're going to spend the money and how you're going to create those additional revenues to pay yourself, your employees, and of course the bank back already together. And isn't it, I don't want to say funny, but it's, I, it's kind of funny that they don't realize that like they're like to get start a business is a big deal and it's complicated and there's a lot of moving parts and to not think you would need some paperwork to get someone to give you money yeah, is a little yeah. bit of a disconnect, right? It's a disconnect. You know, I, I would say we have a lot of beautiful business owners and we get out there and we, we, we put our nail, our feet to the ground. We grind, we grind. And um, you, we might not be proficient in creating financial projections, performer, you know, uh, those those uh, financial projections, putting P&Ls together, um, <laughs> you know, putting your QuickBooks together. That might not be their strong suit. And so sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And when you go into the bank, I used to get a lot of people coming in asking, well, how much money can I get? And then I say, well, you know, can I, can I see what you have? What, how do you make your money? What's your, what are your projections? They, they don't, you know, it's like a deer in headlights and it's overwhelming because of course, they're doing excellent at their business. They just don't know how to put that paperwork together. Right. And that really, I mean, I talk to a lot of business folks and that's not that uncommon. I mean, even if businesses of fairly large size, they don't have their books together as well as you might expect. You know, that, that, that happens a lot. Um, you know, I get a lot of truck drivers. I have a lot of truck drivers as clients, um, older gentlemen or, or guys who's just doing their job. Those guys make good money. They make like $10,000 a week sometimes by themselves in their own truck. However, in that, you know, in that industry, they may not be the one that can put together a great written business plan. So for an example, I had a, an older gentleman, 
He does a gravel uh, hauling. Um, he makes good money. You pick up the, the, the bricks at on this side of the construction site and you drive like a minute or two over and they, they drop the bricks and that's $280 a load. <laughs> um, so he, he, he was making by himself about $10,000 a week, $40,000 a month. But he needed some more money to get a uh, get another gravel haul tr- uh, tractor and also the trailers to go with that. Um, the the customer that was paying him, he was a minority. Actually, asked him, could he could he get ten trucks because they needed another minority? They needed a minority um, provider to provide the services, and he kind of declined that. And I said, "Well, why are we?" Why are we declining the um, the more money? And he says, "I only have one truck." Well, I was helping him to get the second truck, but then uh, we actually, I said, "Well, do you have eight other friends that that have trucks? Because then you can just subcontract the jobs out. You pay them two fifty, and then you get you know two twenty to two fifty, and then you can just you know." collect the 280 per load and then just light bulbs went off in his head and he immediately had like he was making 10,000 a week himself immediately there were 10 other trucks under his contract and it kind of put him into a different uh ballpark at that point but sometimes you just need an extra you know, helping hand to kind of like figure out some things. And we were able to help him uh, get the funding for another truck so that he could hire another truck driver directly into his company. But, you know, sometimes you just need a little bit more help if you don't know what you don't know. Right. And that's a great testament to you to really um, kind of open his eyes and educate him about what was right in front of him. Like for you, it was obvious. This is like, you know, you have this big pile of money in front of you. (laughs) All you have to do is, um, you know, get some friends and do this. And, you know, that advice is, you know, could change that guy's life. It did change his life. <laughs> it did. Yeah, he, he immediately got the contract. He was uh, he was able to accept it. Um, and so that's that's some of the things that I love uh, doing is just kind of tweaking things a little bit. But like you said, he was more bankable after that tweak. Because now we have this big contract. We have 10 trucks. They have to pay you. Um, it was an MDOT contract. So, you know, it was, a, it was great. Um, and he was getting paid a lot of money for, you know, helping a lot of people. And that made the bank um, more lenient. We were able to get him uh, those trucks. Um, I just had another uh, gentleman. I, I do a lot of truck. I have two truck drivers today. So um, <laughs> it would, I don't, I, for some reason, I'm getting a lot of truck drivers, but uh, he needed help with putting a balance sheet together um, and, a, and a, a profit and loss statement. He asked me, was the profit and loss and balance sheet the same thing? You know, and it's just, you know, he didn't understand um, that he knows trucking, hauling, and I would be horrible at hauling. I would crash and burn. So he's an expert at what he's an expert at. And I'm an expert at what I'm an expert at. Put us together and it makes a great team. <laughs> so I always tell people, hey, let's let's make a great team. We can do things together. And that's important because that requires, um, like sometimes the entrepreneur, like you said, they're grinding and they're working and they're so deep into their business. They don't... Um, 
it requires a little bit of humility and humbleness to say, I don't know this part of business and I need help. Right. Right. That is sometimes, um, you know, the, the hardest part, recognizing that you need help. Um, it, it's, it's amazing. You, you know, you can get yourself, you can make some good money, but you can make some bad decisions. Um, uh, another truck driver had another young gentleman. Um, he hired some people into his company. He had the, um, he had a Penske, uh, a Penske fleet lease. And a lot of the drivers kind of, you know, um, broke up his trucks and, you know, he didn't have the proper insurances in place. And uh, those are things that you find out that you need during right while you're writing your business plan. So we got to kind of know we're going to have this insurance before we let anyone step on the inside. And sometimes you might not know that because if you haven't been in business for a while, these are things that could blindside you. So it's very important that you talk to experts um, before you do things. And sometimes that's the hardest thing because we might not, we might not, we might not want to admit that we might need a little bit of help. But I, I, I promise you, a lot of times it's cheaper to ask for the help up front than it is to try to fix some things after things have happened. Yeah, amen to that. Now, uh, another benefit, I would think, from having good books and a business plan is that it opens up other opportunities. Like you might be able to get loans or, I mean, even during this disaster, there were certain uh, programs you could qualify for, but you had to show some you know, books of some kind, you had to show some numbers about what you're doing and how you're doing it. Yes. So we got a lot of our clients, the economic injury disaster loans. Um, Some of them are qualified for the grants that were available prior to um, them discontinuing that. Um, And then we got a lot of people, the paycheck protection program loans. Now we're actually helping people fill out their paycheck protection program loan forgiveness applications because they're coming up due shortly. so uh, so the, the economic injury disaster loans, those were mega easy to get um, as long as you had any type of uh, I, we were requiring schedule C. So you could have just had a 1099. You could have not even had a, a business registered as long as you could show that you had a 1099 or some sort of revenues. And you were able to apply for the economic injury disaster loan as long as you had a 570 credit score and you um, didn't have they had some knockout questions, um, background questions. Um, So as long as you had the 570 credit score, you can prove that you had income last year in 2019 prior to February 15, 2020, um, you were able to get that economic injury disaster loan. Um, Now, the Paycheck Protection Program was a little bit uh, more challenging to get because you actually have to turn in your Schedule C or your 1120S or your 1120. Um, You had to turn those things in along with some bank statements and other things that they required. Those were. And so if you didn't have that documentation, you weren't able to get the Paycheck Protection Program. The EIDL you were able to do uh, without 
documentation, but sometimes they did come back and ask for tax returns. So it always helped to, to make sure that you have that stuff together. So now when you look back at your career and you spend a lot of time, you said, as a personal banker and in banking, and now you're working kind of arm in arm with these entrepreneurs, how different is it? It sounds like you're doing some work that's kind of similar, but this must be, I would think, more personal and you're more kind of emotionally more invested in these folks that are your clients now. Yes, even when I was a banker, I've always been a person that cared. You know, I I would be a little bit upset when I know a person deserves to get a loan, but, you know, and I can see something on the application at the bank that would cause them to, you know, get declined, but, you know, I'm not able to help them fix their application. You know what I'm saying? Um, And this is actually way better because I get to prepare you before you go to the bank or, you know, the lender. Um, And in this, in some cases too, we help uh, with grant uh, writing as well. And so I get to help um, with causes and purposes that are, are near and dear to my heart and help my community that way as well. Um, when I do this, when I help someone get a loan or, or a, a, a business loan um, or grant, I'm changing my community um, and I'm, I'm changing lives. And I think that's important to me that I, I make my mark on the earth because I, I believe I was put here for a reason. Everybody, I believe everybody was put here for a reason. And I think I'm living in my purpose right now. Yeah, it must be so rewarding when you really... I mean, like you said, these folks are grinding. They're the, you know, the heartbeat of most communities are these unsung heroes who are out there battling every day kind of anonymously and probably aren't appreciated by the community as much as they should be for the amount of risk they're taking and sacrifice they're making. And then here you are kind of behind the scenes helping them kind of maximize their cash flow, helping them get funding, helping them build a business that, you know, can be a legacy and can really get more jobs and help more folks. I mean, it must be so rewarding. It, it, it is. I know that I'm, I'm feeding millions. I, well, I, I think I'm feeding millions of babies <laughs> because I get to I get to give these businesses their first big loan. And they usually uh, a lot of my customers uh, grow and expand. Um, and, you know, I got customers that have hundreds of employees um, and I actually help start that. And I and I get to think about all the children that are eating because I help that business owner get that first business loan. Now you mentioned the trucking industry, but do you, it sounds like you can work in any industries, but the certain groups are kind of finding you. Um, Was that a happy accident or um, was that by design? Uh, Actually the trucking, I've always had trucking um, and they, they generally, trucking guys generally find me. Um, I have a lot of hair salons that I've funded in the city of Detroit. Um, You guys might recognize the living room hair lounge. You might recognize shears and shaves. Um, Those are uh, ones that I actually started, you know, they went to my business plan start starting course, like my business building course. It, um, so we don't just like write a business plan. We actually kind of build a business. And so if you ask the those two ladies, we actually dreamed what it would actually be. 
And now we got the funding, Cheers and Shades, we funded uh, $281,000. And she was booth renting for 30 years. And her revenues prior to the loan was under $25,000. So, you know, it was a life-changing, life-altering, you know, loan. And we got that through the help of um, Motor City Match in Detroit. Um, and, and some other lenders. Um, we provided the business plan and the business consulting um, in order and helped her kind of build out her dream. And uh, now she has a spa, a men's spa on one side and a women's spa on the other side. Very beautiful location. Um, living room hair lounge is in Ferndale um, and she's opening up some other things, but they're growing and expanding. I do a lot of restaurants, so you might have heard of T. Tijuana's Mexican Kitchen. Um, that's one of our clients as well. I have, uh, you know, some some big names uh, as a, on our client list. Uh, Motor City Soul Food in Detroit, both locations. Um, so just helping a lot of people. Yeah, this is it's so important to have folks like you and your team out there working on the behalf of these entrepreneurs doing something that is so critically important, but it's something that may not be their expertise. And to have somebody like you watching their back is really, um, you know, that's make or break. If they don't have the right advice in this side of their business, they can easily go out of business. And in this, during this age too, with COVID, you know what happened during COVID a lot of people, I just kept going on um, live, Facebook Live and going through the applications and just showing people how to do it because we were getting hit hard. And then I just kept asking people just to call. Um, we, we we didn't even charge our normal fees. I mean, we charged $250 for these applications, um, where, you know, we, we're, we're used to charging like, you know, thousands of dollars for our business plans, but we were just out there. If you came in and you needed help, I, we didn't even charge. I, I was taking a loss to pay my employees to help, um, the community. So, um, we were getting hit hard, but I'm, I'm so proud to say, a lot of our people got PPP. A lot of our people got EIDL. Um, a lot of people we got to um, help them apply for a lot of those grants that were available. The Michigan Restart Grant. There was there were just a bunch of different grants um, locally that we help people apply for, and a lot of our people are doing just fine. So now, um, what is kind of the pain that that uh, a client is having or prospective client is having right before they call you? Like, what is a symptom that they can say, hey, that I'm going through that. Maybe I should call Tina and her team. Uh, the, so most of the time we get a call when a banker has asked them for a business plan. So a formal business plan is a symptom. If you know you don't have one and you want to get one and you don't want to try to figure out how to do it yourself, that's when you call us. And then we generally can help you through everything else. But even if you don't need a business plan, business plan. We have customers that have uh, really great business plans, but they just need some some uh, structure. You know, 
where to go? How do I set up my QuickBooks? How do I set up payroll so that I, I can pay my employees? You know, those types of deals will be able to assist. Um, so we just ask just to call. We give free consultations. Um, they're free. And when I say uh, educational, I mean educational. I actually don't care if the person doesn't buy. What I care about is changing their life. Um, with some knowledge that I may have for them. So that's what I'm asking for when they call in. And then, hey, if you do business with us, that's great as well. Yeah, well, you can see that your heart is so into this and that you really care about people and care about making a difference. Um, Congratulations on all your success. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me us out, you know, today. We really appreciate this. Now, if somebody wanted to learn more about uh, some of the services you offer and maybe some of the consulting and coaching you do, what is the website and the social media kind of coordinates to find you? Okay. So they can text if they if they want to just get some information sent to them, they can text COVID loan, no spaces to 33444. Um, they can also visit us at qtbizsolutions.com. That's Queen Tom Boy Igloo Zebra Solutions.com. Or they can just, you know, go on our um, YouTube, just, just Google QT Business Solutions YouTube, and you'll see a lot of stuff pop up. And, uh, you know, just look at, I give a lot of free information, a lot of videos on that YouTube channel. That's just there for their enjoyment. Well, again, thank you for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Detroit Business Radio. 